Hello. Welcome and thank you for joining us and listening to our podcast, The God Beyond the Bible. Our podcast is released weekly each Friday. The content of each episode is based on the questions and curiosities we all have about God and the Bible. Many of our topics are considered taboo in the minds of the mainstream church. You will find our discussions to be, I think, refreshing and often far from traditional. But we don't just skirt around these complex issues, but confront them head on, and not in the way you're used to hearing them discussed on typical Christian talk shows. I'm Alan Rowland, creator and host of The God Beyond the Bible. As of the launch of this podcast, I've been a pastor for more than 35 years. My co-host is my daughter, Trayson, and our engineer, co-producer, is my daughter, Tabitha. Our mission is to encourage our audience, along with us, to open our minds to the reality that God is simply too big to be fully explored or experienced by the reading and studying of a single ancient work. In short, the Bible's not the sum of God, and to think this is to limit what He has done, is doing, and what He will do in our future. So with introductions made, thank you for listening, and let's dive into the topic of the day. Welcome, Seekers, to episode number 121 of the podcast, God Beyond the Bible, a podcast created by Seekers and for Seekers. Uh, we're still revisiting some of our earliest episode topics, and this episode we will be discussing reincarnation, but before we jump on that wagon, yeah, we've got some shout-outs. We've got some shout-outs today to Columbus, Columbus, really? Columbus, Ohio, and our <laughs> listeners in Luther, Oklahoma. All right, Luther, Oklahoma. It seems like I've been through there somewhere. Well, I'm really bad about going through and naming all of the names that I can see, but this month um, I thought I would go through and kind of try Hit and some, name some, some of the places great. where we have a lot of listeners. That's great. Uh, Tabby, you got a quote for us? Yep, our quote this week is from Rob Bell. He says, oh, the no. moment God is figured out with neat lines and definitions, we are no longer dealing with God. What a very Buddhist thing to say. Well, <laughs> it's it's Taoist, too, yeah. because yeah. I like what the Taoists think. If you put a name on it, mm-hmm. then you've changed it. You've suddenly confined it to one way That's of right. thinking when you put a name on it. That's it. I will talk about that. So I know I may talk about it. That's the reason that the Jews only use the name Jehovah once a year. Mm-hmm. Because it was considered a sacred name. Mm-hmm. And and that's why a lot of our translations would get confused because they wouldn't write down the name of Jehovah. Right. right. But one day a year. So anyway. And that's um, in Buddhism. They say that <clears> once <throat> you learn the name for tree, you never see the trees again. I like and that. it's the same concept. Or the name of a yeah. color. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. As we've already mentioned, uh, we're revisiting the topic of reincarnation. We first discussed the topic of reincarnation in episode 8, if I'm right. And I think it was titled Reincarnation. So it might help us to go back and give that early 2019 episode a listen. Okay, for us around the studio table, let's begin with a little survey. In the two and a half years since we first discussed reincarnation, has your perception or belief in the possibility of reincarnation shifted any? I mean, I still believe in reincarnation. I'm just, it would take hours, I think, to try and explain all the nuances of what I believe about it. Because it is really a complex... Well, maybe this ought to be the question. Do do we feel more accepting to the possibility or, re- or less receptive to the concept? I would oh. say more. Yeah. Yeah, I, I am too. Because the more I look into it, you know, it's funny how you don't... It's funny how the Christian culture can cause you to just reject things that you know nothing about 
Well, and just because you, you put a title, you on it. say there again, reincarnation. A title people think a human coming back as a bug or yeah, something, no, and that's yeah. not what it's. No, about. I don't subscribe it's, to. No. I don't subscribe to. Well, uh, I'm sorry. Coming of, back as different species. Right. I mean, I, I don't know that we can't, but I, I've got nothing, you know, to. Well, think. I've already got I, my card up for house cat the next time. Well, me too. Yeah, <laughs> me too. We've said that before. I think I'd like if I'm going to be, it's one of our house cats. Yeah. Yes. Okay, well, in our 2019 episode, we reviewed what we believe to be a few of the most compelling cases of evidence of people who have clear memories clear memories of having lived and died on Earth. Among those is the case of James Linegar. We encourage you to go to YouTube and give this amazing testimony a listen. Yeah, and that's James, common spelling, and I think the Linegar is L-I-N-E-G-A-R, mm-hmm. like Linegar, Linegar. So before we go into the details of this particular case, reincarnation all depends on whether we believe we existed before we were born. We exist in the spiritual realm, the realm of God, if you will. But when we become human, we pass through the veil that conceals our spiritual origin from us on this side of the veil. What do you guys think? I think a whole lot of what we're here has to do with... uh, uh, blinded consciousness or veiled consciousness that mm-hmm. we're just not i think over there we're conscious of what we do over here if that makes any sense but i think over here we have no consciousness I that's all s- part someone said that's because this is a school and if you know all the answers if you already know the answers it's not a it's not a test it's not a school anymore so you, you think what we <laughs> learn here adds to our spiritual realm yeah. of what we really know and i really think it all boils down to how we treat one another but we'll talk about that later but i think it's just our how we feel about one another and you know we're so taught here in this realm that we're all separate that mm-hmm. we're just different you're not me you're different from me you're everyone's different from me everyone's separate from me and uh, i'm beginning to realize there's a lot to it that we're all really came from a one place mm-hmm. we yes. all just came out of one you know anyway let's go on Is it me? Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, Four. Numerous Bible contributors. Thank you. I was looking at three and I thought that don't look right. (laughs) Seems familiar. Numerous Bible contributors seem to support the idea of existence before physical birth. Now, let me say that we did some, and I actually, two and a half years ago, I took the stance that we were not eternal beings. Uh We were not. I've changed that stance. I believe we are eternal beings. I believe we would come into this thing eternal beings. But anyway, we'll talk about that. I'll, I'll, but that's just how I've transformed, evolved, yeah. or whatever you want to say. Numerous Bible contributors seem to support the idea of existence before physical birth. Among those are Ezekiel 12, 7. I think Tracen brought that out in the, our former episode. Uh, and it says, The dust returns to the earth from which it came, and the Spirit returns to God who gave it. So we at least have one half of the equations for reincarnation, and that is the spirit returns to God who gave it. And this is my personal opinion, so take it what it's worth, but I really believe that most biblical verses that talk about what we consider a lot of times predestination verses were actually verses about coming from the realm of the spirit where we have knowledge and communication with the energy that yeah. we call God and then coming into this world. And those like John Calvin and other predestinationists uh-huh. all interpreted that already from a preset idea that, well, it, it can't mean reincarnation, so it has to mean predestination. Right. And so now we're not so sure about that. And I'm glad that we're questioning these things. Jeremiah 1.5, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Most are familiar with the concept of the 139th Psalm that also declares that speaking of God says, you knew me before I was conceived and formed in my mother's womb. 
The New Testament writer Paul says that before he was born, he was select he was elected to be the apostle to the Gentiles. And there again, predestination. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you're on one side of it, but on the other side of it, you existed before you came here. Right. Uh, I think. But now that doesn't necessarily mean reincarnation. You could just exist once True. in human form. But I think it's pre-existing. Maybe we should not be putting that in in uh, reincarnation category. Maybe we need to say it's a pre-existing condition. Condition, no, yeah. Spir- <laughs> yeah, spiritual pre-existence. Yeah. So I I think of it kind of like um, annual plants. Do you mm-hmm. guys know? You put a bulb in the ground, and every year this plant comes back, mm-hmm. but it's never the same flower twice. Even though it's all coming from the same bulb it's never the same flower no, that comes that's, up that's every good, year that's a good and that's kind of how i think of reincarnation i'll quit knocking things around here okay <laughs> the table's getting cluttered in here more cluttered each time in here <laughs> so am i seven six. six six okay i skipped one perhaps the most compelling argument for belief in reincarnation is from the master himself in matthew 11 jesus is discussing john the baptist with the disciples In verse 14 of Matthew chapter 11, speaking of John the Baptist, Jesus says, And if you're willing to accept what I say, he is Elijah, the one the prophet said would come. Then again, in Matthew chapter 17, Peter, James, and John have just witnessed the transfiguration, where they went with Jesus up on the top of Mount Zion and witnessed him talking to Moses and Elijah. And so there in Matthew chapter 17, beginning in verse 10, The text reads, now this is uh, verse 10 of Matthew 17, reads, Then the disciples asked him, Why do the teachers of the religious law insist that Elijah must return before the Messiah comes? Verse 11, Jesus replied, Elijah is indeed coming first to get everything ready. Verse 12, But I tell you, Elijah has already come, but he wasn't recognized, and they chose to abuse him. And in the same way, they will also make the Son of Man suffer. Verse 13, of course, this is an editorial, but it says, Then the disciples realized he was talking about John the Baptist. Of course, he's already evidently already told them before. Yeah. Now, we have to mention that around the 4th to 5th century, the Roman Catholic Church decided to eliminate reincarnation as a part of the Christian religion. So they manipulated the text to read that John the Baptist came in the spirit of Elijah, as though he was a lot like Elijah, but not really him. But that's not what Jesus said at all. Jesus said, if you can accept it, John the Baptist was Elijah. Yeah, you have noticed how uncomfortable we, how we have to, everyone, that, translators even had to promote their doctrine. Mm-hmm. And since already then, by then, reincarnation was, so they put, he came in the spirit of, and that used to be italicized. Right. Now it's not italicized anymore. It was italicized because it was added. Uh, but for cl- for clarity, so so yeah. so to speak, for clarity. But anyway, I'm gonna say this, and I may get a lot of disagreement out of it. But I find it really funny in Christian circles that really discussing reincarnation, <clears throat> re- really discussing reincarnation, is kind of a taboo topic. But if you want to talk about but rising not- again into a new and glorified body, <laughs> that's a completely acceptable, yeah, yeah, not reincarnation kind of thing. But anyway, I just I wanted to throw that out there. Well, if there. you think about it, Jesus was not in his body for three days, and then he returned to his body. That's true. Right. But that wasn't reincarnation. Okay. So, does the very phrase, if you can accept it, 
not mean that the concept of reincarnation was well known, but even then some didn't subscribe to it. It seems that at least some of the disciples had no problem with this concept of reincarnation because when Jesus presented them with the question, who do men say I am? They answered, well, some say you're Elijah or John the Baptist or this prophet or that prophet. And Jesus rephrased the question, okay, who do you say I am? And that's when Peter said, you're the Christ, the son of the living God. So they had like no problem with this idea that he might be a reincarnated prophet. The thing that's the thing that kicks me about that is they thought he might be John the Baptist. Who and was wait, alive? Who no, he was dead by the time he said oh, this. Well, he had true. died by the time he said this, but Jesus was almost the same age as John yeah. the Baptist. So I'm thinking they I don't, knew each other. Some, we're not we're not understanding something about what right. they were thinking for people to say well he but you remember Herod thought that Christ was John the Baptist reincarnated. Uh-huh. Because Herod had had John the Baptist killed. Maybe yeah. they just, they were cousins, weren't I they? Maybe yeah. they looked a lot alike. I don't know. But they were only six months apart, according <laughs> to them. <laughs> In most Eastern religion and culture, reincarnation has remained as part of the mainstream belief. Based on the early decision of the Roman Church to eliminate reincarnation from its doctrines and dogmas and its influence on the Protestant religion and its prominence in Western culture, the discussion... The discussion of reincarnation was pretty much over until it was reintroduced into the mainstream with those in the psychic community such as Edgar Casey and the writings of people like Shirley MacLaine and I'm just naming those old ones I wrote this because you guys probably know some more up-to-date people uh, but people like uh, Edgar Casey or Shirley MacLaine who reopened the debate sometime in the 70s she did he his was back in what the 30s and the 40s yeah and, of course, the defenders of the dogmas and the doctrines of the organized church used their go-to answer for anything that brought their position into question. And that was, including people like Charlie McLean, that they were being influenced by the dark power of the devil and his minion spirits. Now, does anyone else find it interesting that this is what the organized religion of Jesus' day accused him of being influenced by? We tend to come full circle over and over again. I was trying to think. I spaced out a little bit on that. Who was the woman with the fingernails who was a psychic? Sylvia Brown? Yeah. Yeah. And she would read into people's mm-hmm. past lives and stuff. I'm sorry. I could not. I could remember her nails and I can remember her I never hair. I missed an episode of Montel when she was on there. Oh, really? But she was a really that. neat person. She was. Well, at that time, you weren't really considering reincarnation or any of that no. stuff, but or psychic ability. But yet, see how curious there we are? There was an interest. Yeah, there's an interest yeah. in that. Well, I think we've pretty much established that the idea of reincarnation can be supported by numerous Bible texts. And it seems evident that Jesus had no problem with the concept or else when the disciples told him that the people thought he might be a reincarnation of some deceased prophet, he surely would have corrected their erroneous suggestions as often he did, as often, sorry, as he often did the religious leaders of the day when they had things wrong. Now, as we mentioned earlier, to the compelling case of James Linegar, a brief summary would go something like this. James Linegar was a child who showed evidence of being a fighter pilot who died in a fighter plane crash in World War II almost 60 years before he was born. The only toys James would play with were airplanes. At about two or three years old, he developed nightmares of dying in a plane that was shot down. As he got older, he even told his parents what kind of plane it was, 
and they researched and found that it was indeed a type of plane commonly used in World War II. Then he even told his parents what his name was in his former life. But he would just tell them James, of course. Right. Yeah. James's parents, Bruce and Andrea, stated that their son was never exposed to anything where he might be influenced to make up a story like this. It was before the age of the internet, and his television diet consisted of Barney and Sesame Street, Mr. Rogers, and the like. Now, it was James's grandmother, that's Andrea Leniger's mother, uh, who suggested that James was exhibiting signs of reincarnation. But And I think this is interesting. His parents would have none of it. Mm-hmm. No. So, you know, it's, this is not parent-encouraged because... They're going, no, we're not going down that yeah, road. Yeah, we're not of. taking that trip. The situation was growing so bizarre that Andrea finally agreed to consult, I'm sure, with some compelling <laughs> by her mother. But Andrea, you know, uh, encouragement by her mother, Andrea finally agreed to consult with reincarnation expert Carol Bowman. Now, I don't know much about her, but who suggested that in spite of how uncomfortable it was for them, they should allow James to speak openly and freely of his mysterious experience. In an effort to disprove the reincarnation theory, James's dad, uh, Bruce, began to document the stories as James related them. This experiment had the opposite outcome to what Bruce Leniger was expecting. In short, instead of disproving James's having lived before as a World War II fighter pilot, uh, Bruce's research discovered that the details were astonishingly true and well documented. James told his dad that he flew a Corsair fighter plane from a boat, and he had a friend in his squad named Jack Larson, who Bruce later discovered to be alive and residing in Arkansas. James told his dad the name of the ship was the, is that Natoma? The Natoma. Natoma, which Jack later confirmed to be true. Bruce's research found that only one fighter plane had ever been shot down from the carrier Natoma, and it was piloted by James M. Houston, Jr., who died when his Corsair fighter was shot down by the Japanese. The names James M. Houston Jr. explained why little James Lenegar referred to himself as James III and would even sign his Crayola drawings, James III. To make the story brief, when James Lenegar was introduced to the sister of the deceased fighter pilot, she confirmed that James told her things about her brother that only she and he would know. And what an experience it had to have been for her as yeah, well. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, how would that if somebody come and said, hey, I'm your, you know, I've, I lost a sister. What if somebody came and said, I'm your sister? Mm-hmm. And they could tell and you And I can things. tell you things, you know, th- it would be, and I would be suspicious. Of course. I mean, it's just how it is. But, you know, James Linegar's story is just one of thousands of indisputable examples of people who retain memories from a former life on Earth. If we categorically refuse to accept any principles of reincarnation, then we have to conclude that all these stories are fabricated and that these people that are telling them are just liars. Or we can use the Christian religious go-to when faced with unexplainable events. It's the devil. Yeah, it's demonic influence. And doesn't that sound, you know, we were in that culture and that was so easy because that was a good expression. That just relieved you of having to think about anything. Uh-huh. Well, That's you demonic. Don't, yeah, mm-hmm. don't, don't, but, you know, now that you step back from it, you think, wow, how much stuff we just rejected. Right. With no ground. Yeah. Now, if we're honest and observant of our own lives, many of us have experiences of deja vu, uh, the feeling that we've been somewhere or met someone that we... Uh, consciously know we haven't, but we can't explain the feeling of familiarity of the place or the event. Now, many legitimate researchers believe that most of our deep phobias 
are a result of a former life experience. Some believe we keep returning until we are released from the wheel of karma by becoming spiritually enlightened and are able to accept the idea that we are immortal beings who, for whatever reason, either need or want to have these mortal experiences. And I thought it was interesting, too. A lot of quote-unquote New Agers, for lack of a better label, um, actually believe that when you experience a strong and sudden connection with someone in your current life, a lot of them believe that it's probably someone you knew in one of your past lives or and may- that your spirits recognize the vibration of each other. Or maybe some believe that we come here by choice and mm-hmm. we come here in teams. Yeah. And when and you find in- your teammate. And you run across your teammates. Hmm. How that's, neat. That's just, uh, that's just one of the things. I don't know who's 17 track Tavi, I think. Well, we've found that when we talk openly about reincarnation to others, even those in the Christian religion, they are for the most part open to the idea. It's when you present the idea to the leaders and defenders of the religion and its doctrines and dogmas that things get tense and confrontational. Drop us a line and let us know about some experience that you or someone you know has had that might be explained by reincarnation. And as always, until next time, may the divine's unconditional grace, peace, and love be on, in, and radiate out from each of you, our fellow seekers, from all of us here at God Beyond the Bible. Did you enjoy listening to God Beyond the Bible? Do you have an idea for an episode? Connect with us today. Visit our website at godbeyondthebible.com, all one word, or send us an email at email at godbeyondthebible.com, or you can visit us on Facebook. Just type God Beyond the Bible into the search bar.